Hello and welcome to another What's the Dealio special. This time we're going to talk about how sports has affected us during this time of DLP. So I'm here with Tyler Schiff and Adam Kratek. Hello. And I myself am Hugh Gore. So what do you guys think of this whole situation and how it has affected sports? So I'm going to start this off. I'm going to talk about uh, professional sports and from the National Basketball Association, which is the NBA. And so the season right now is suspended with no intention of coming back until around June. However, when it comes back in June, they don't want any fans to be there. Obviously, they're still taking a lot of safety precautions. And so the NBA was first canceled when a game between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz was stopped before it started when they found out that someone on the Jazz named Rudy Gobert, he was diagnosed with coronavirus. And since then, three other players have also been diagnosed. Donovan Mitchell, his teammate, Emmanuel Moutier, who plays for the Denver Nuggets, and Christian Wood, who plays for the Detroit Pistons. And Wait, so- can I correct you on that? Yeah, Emmanuel Moutier did not actually get diagnosed. It just he, There was just a worry that he did. But yeah, luckily, only one other Jazz player got corona. And actually, interestingly enough, Donovan Mitchell spoke out about this, and he said that he's really kind of worried because he's totally asymptomatic in other words he doesn't show symptoms but you know that kind of is representative of how dangerous and deadly this disease can be uh so asymptomatic for you know a a good period of time until it it can become deadly especially for those who have kind of compromised immune systems yeah and what's really great about it is um a lot of nba players are also I'm willing to pay for the staff and the people who work at the arenas who aren't going to get paid during this time period. So, like, players like Zion Williamson, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, Kevin Love, and whole organizations like the Dallas Mavericks and the Cleveland Cavaliers are willing to pay the people who work at the arena. Yeah, as much as we complain about not being able to watch basketball, it's interesting because people who are paid on an hourly basis definitely struggle as well. Yeah. Um, and kind of on that note, I'm going to add on to... Tyler said and mentioned that all as well as the NBA, the NHL, um, the NFL has also canceled events and uh, the MLB has also canceled spring training. So really, there's a lot of major sports that are really taking um, precautions to ensure that the spread is contained. And maybe this is a term people have heard, especially recently, but try to flatten the curve. That's kind of everyone's goal at the moment. Adam, do you have any? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, uh, on top of those sports, also the biggest major European sport, soccer. Most of the leagues, except the Russian league, was canceled, and it's a pretty big effect because there's uh, hundreds of thousands of fans who go watch this game weekly, and fans in, in soccer, especially fans, really change the game based on home attendance and things like that. So it kind of sucks that it's like this, as well as there's a tournament called the Champions League and it's really hard to be run without the without because of the situation and have to be multiple league games and there's a lot of traveling. So they're currently trying to the UFO is currently trying to uh, figure out what to do and uh, fix this. And even today, looking at other sports, sports like the golf PGA tournament got canceled and the number one horseback riding competition in the UK also got canceled. So it's really becoming global and major. 
And what's cool about that actually is um, I read on the New York Times this morning that most goals tournaments are owned by nonprofits. And so they turn their earnings over to local charities. And like these kind of tournaments, they raise $204 million. I believe that was the correct number for charities last year. So then each lost tournament may cost the local charity one of its more significant donators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's definitely something that could hurt these nonprofits because I think really this is symbolic of a bigger issue, which is, you know, there's kind of like a cancellation of all kind of sports culture. And as yeah. I said, there are repercussions that go beyond just, you know, the fans or the players. There are, people who are behind the scenes like these arena workers mm-hmm. who really struggle because you know now at this point they don't have anything to do they don't have a job and they get paid to pr- and they pr- have to provide for their family at an hourly basis and it's just not possible yeah so yeah. there's really a lot of people who are affected by this so this is kind of like a friendly reminder to you know it's uh, as much as it, it might suck that you can't watch sports or play sports maybe take a second to consider and reflect on on other people who may be struggling as well yeah and on top of that it's like not even the arena staff or the people who help out at the venues it's also like sure players such as cristiano ronaldo for soccer and lebron james for basketball they aren't going to be i'm worried about their pay cut but a lot of low-paid say minor league baseball players who want to make it they have to still pay for like rent and food and transitioning into the collegiate level, college players and NCAA basketball players. Um, they also need that money. Before we move on to college, I have a question for you guys. Uh, what do you think is going to happen from here on out? Like, for example, the Olympics. Also, there's rumors that NBA basketball might actually just start from the December from next season because of the late start it might have this year. What do you think about that type of stuff? I think it's kind of interesting. Um, starting on Christmas Day, I've, I've heard that Adam Silver, who is the commissioner of the NBA, has considered actually permanently starting from Christmas. So I think that could be interesting, but at the same time, it would just change so many different factors, such as the draft, such as the Olympics. So, right, because, you know, it's timed perfectly. So, players can actually go to the Olympics during the summer and those who choose to either spend time with their family or whatnot have the opportunity to do that. So, you know, starting in December would change multiple different puzzle pieces, if you will, that I think would take a lot of work to try to figure out. Yeah. Okay, so let's just move on to college then. I know that just kind of to start off, March Madness, which is kind of a huge basketball tournament for 64 teams in the NCAA Division One, that has been canceled, causing seniors to really have to reconsider how they're going to um, continue their basketball career, considering the fact that they've already played their last game at this point. Yeah. Okay, well, as I was saying, so March Madness was canceled, and on top of that, most college and ncaa tournaments have been canceled as well just because of fear i mean initially it was gonna go on without fans but now because it's such an issue they've decided to cancel it outright so yeah that's gonna be big i I think tyler do you want to speak on how it must feel for these seniors first of all and then also how it feels as a fan of march madness yeah so i'm gonna start from the perspective of a fan 
I, I know I look forward to the month of March as soon as college basketball starts because um, it's just like a great opportunity for Cinderella teams to either blow off the top ranked teams and go all the way to the championship or it's a chance for all these like young athletes to really put themselves on a national level and the national spotlight. So that's definitely going to be missed. I know the NCAA as an association is projected to miss out on at least many tens of millions of dollars in ticket sales only. So not even, not even uh, the viewership. Yeah, exactly. Not even the money that comes out of viewership. Um, but as a senior playing their last game, I'm obviously not a collegiate player, but even at a high school level, it's just a surreal feeling to put on your, to wear your team colors for the last time to be able to represent your team for the last time. And it's definitely going to be, a lot of seniors are definitely going to miss it. Just the overall atmosphere. Yeah, it's just, they're going to miss the sport, the atmosphere, the school they're playing for. Yeah, it's just not the ideal situation. And kind of from a practical perspective, I'm also curious as to how these seniors feel about missing out on March Madness, kind of looking forward, because I know that there have been a lot of um, NBA caliber players, I should say, who have made their mark through March Madness. So yeah. people who maybe weren't in the spotlight, but played really well in March Madness and even got that pick solely on that. So I know, like, for example, Malachi Richardson, he's a millionaire right now, but I, I'm certain he would not uh, be a millionaire if he didn't show out at March Madness. Yeah, But... You know, there are players who don't have that opportunity. I think Malachi Richardson was a lottery pick, went out of his first year from Syracuse. My guess is that he would have continued. He would still be at Syracuse. You know, he would, he would take four or five years there. Like, I, I, I'm certain that there's players like that who only wanted their opportunity to have a big spotlight and really lost out on that opportunity and, and lost out on potentially a million dollars, you know, or more. So that investors are losing a crazy amount of money during this period of time. Like I read a statistic that showed that the rest of the NBA season of two months is half of the money that March Madness is losing by just canceling the sport. It's almost a billion dollars. And that really is going to be a pain for advertisements, obviously in the fans, but it's not just basketball that's being canceled. Obviously I've seen pictures of, lacrosse players that didn't want to leave the field. What do you think about, or do you have a message for these other players? What do they like about how to move on with the rest of their lives? Because obviously they're playing not as big as sports as more, uh, basketball where you don't make that much money. So you can't really move on to a professional level. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to start here. My message would be to just hang in there. I mean, hang in there but at the same time this is not something that you weren't prepared for i think you know as much as these are lacrosse players they're also seniors in their last year as student athletes so mm -hmm. i think at this point really although they're sad it feels like you prepared all your career for this at the same time you've been a student for however many years you've been right so this is nothing that you haven't been prepared for. Maybe consider the other options in your life. Maybe take a second, stay in, while you're in isolation, maybe have, you know, a little moment of reflection. Think about, you know, your career as an athlete, of course, but at the same time, think about how, you know, being a student 
can push you forward and, and kind of, you know, propel you into this new potential endeavor. Yeah. My message would be around those lines. Like as it's your last year as a student athlete, I mean, hopefully the sport has given you so much joy and you can continue to practice it on your own with your friends. And maybe if you love the sport, it could somehow transition and help you in other aspects of life. And kind of on that note as well, um, I know, you know, it's kind of unfortunate because I'm done with basketball. I know Tyler's done with basketball as well for the most part. We're still going to continue a little bit. And that's the, also an additional thing I would say, you know, as much as you do have a career and kind of accelerated through your academics, I think you can also have an opportunity to continue your sports as well, maybe on a more recreational level. And yeah. on that note, also, Adam, I know kind of this has affected ASIJ as well, now going down to kind of the high school level. As a spring sports athlete, you know, how do, how do you feel? What was your initial impressions? You know, how, what does this mean, do you think? So originally, I thought that they were just going to cancel the month of March with sports. But now looking back at it, I'm 100% confident. Like colleges, they're going to cancel the rest of the season. For me, I've got another two years of like playing all these sports. So it's a little bit different. But at ASIJ, we have a lot of these uh, mediocre athletes who really... They aren't the best athletes, but they always push themselves to do their best when they are part of a season. And so for these people, I understand that this might be their last season and it's probably really tough. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know, I can't really imagine how it must feel. I know people like Joey Strauss, Nash, shout out to them. I think they have really been looking forward to this track season and it should be really nothing less than a disappointment for them that they can't play their last season. But on that note, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Um, thank you everyone for listening. I've been Hugh McGuire. Tyler Schiff. Adam Platek. And we'll see you next time. And that was The Delio. You can find more episodes at our website at delio.asij.ac.jp or on the Hunnaby website. See you next time on What's The Delio.